Now, before we talk about anything else, we gotta give some love to our sponsor for today's episode, and that is Mountain Dew. We all get bogged down with the mundane tasks of life, especially this time of year. But isn't it time you take a break from your normal, boring routine? Don't just sit on the sidelines and watch life go by. Get in the game! With the bold tropical lime flavor of Mountain Dew Baja Blast, you can be having a blast anywhere. Having a blast at work, having a blast in traffic, having a blast while you file your taxes. No, really, we mean it. When we say anywhere, with Baja Blast now in stores everywhere, you can be having a blast whenever and wherever you are, all year long. So what are you waiting for? Pick up an ice-cold Baja Blast today at a store near you. And for a limited time, with every purchase of Baja Blast in stores and at participating Taco Bell locations, you can collect coins for a chance to get Baja gear or a Taco Bell deal. This swag is available for a limited time only, so don't wait. Grab a Baja Blast and start having a blast right away. No purchase necessary, open to U.S. residents 18 and up, subject to official rules at BajaBlast.com. Ends June 15th, 2024, void where prohibited. Thank you so much, Mountain Dew, for sponsoring this week's episode of the podcast. We love you here at Psychobabble. Now back to the gossip. Hi everyone, my name is Tyler Oakley and you are listening to Psychobabble, an unfiltered half hour of gossip sessions, pop culture scrutiny, and stories we have never told in videos. It's not just crazy talk, it's Psychobabble. In today's episode, we are giving out some unsolicited advice. We help you if your dad is addicted to Pokemon Go, how to move on if your husband comes out as gay, what to do if you're excluded from selfies with friends, and we give advice if you want to fuck your boss. Stick around, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, follow on Spotify, and live tweet as you listen with hashtag Psychobabble. Plus, you guys, this is our last episode of the year. We are going to be taking a little bit of a break um, for the holidays, but we just wanted to say thank you so much. So listen to the end, because we uh, we have some special things to tell you today. But yeah, thank you so much for an incredible year. I can't believe we've been doing this for so many years now. But, like I said, we will be back at the start of January, um, January 7th, so get ready now. Let's dive in. Hi, Corey. Hello. Happy day. Can you believe it? Happy day. Happy day, babe. Happy Tuesday. What's the popping? What's the cooking? What's shaking with your bacon? Well, I went and bought some new plants for my bedroom. I'm really going to try to liven up the space. And I really thought these plants were going to be big, and they're really not big. They're little. Well, did you? Where did you go? Because if you go to, um, like, there are certain stores where they make them look big because they like pump them up with this, like, like if you go to Lowe's oh. or Home Depot, but then you come home and they'll like rot and die. So you have to get them from like a nice. No, nice, this was like, like a plant nice place. plant place in San Francisco. Very nice. Do you know what we you went... got? Well, it's it's on the little things. Okay. Well, it's on the it's their little house plants. They're like about they're about as big as like a bowl of soup. Oh, oh. So you didn't really like actually get plants. You just kind of got like vanity moments. No, no, no. Little house plants. I'm gonna start little. You know, I kill plants. Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> you, you know that's my kink. So is this your first attempt at fatherhood? Will you be able to survive it? Will they be able to survive it? To be fair, what I'll say is I've had I, I tweeted this recently that I've only ever kept one plant alive but 
all the plants that I've killed have been succulents, mm. and all the plants that I've kept alive have not been succulents. So the three that I bought today are non-succulents. I think, you know what? It's all about, you gotta talk to them, you gotta make sure you're listening yeah. to them if if they're, you got, like, so you got to pay attention to their specific needs. It's just like yeah. Being well, I was told that there's an app I can download that has, um, like you put in the plant and then you get push notifications for when you're supposed to water it. Oh, interesting. Yeah, maybe I would name drop who they are, but I don't know because it's in my text that my friend sent me. Well, you um, try the app and you let me know how it works because I honestly that sounds like something I could use because currently I just I have like a couple plants that are finicky, but most of them I, I water the same day, the same time once a week. Yeah, at the store they had this little they had a a water thing for plants and it was shaped like a little elephant and That's I thought that would, that would But I will cute. say sometimes plants and like the pots and stuff and everything and this did you like get soil to replant them? It gets it's a little no. expensive. No, because they said that the little house plants you're not supposed to repot. You're supposed to put them in things so that they can drain. Mm. We asked a lot of questions. Well, good for you. That sounds like <laughs> as a very productive. as a former plant murderer. It sounds like a good Saturday morning, or what day is it? Tuesday morning is what you said. <laughs> <laughs> We're recording this on a Saturday. I um I did nothing this morning. I woke up and I watched the Hillary Clinton um Howard Stern that, interview. Yeah, my roommate watched all two hours of that the other day too. I'm in the middle of it, so. I made myself oatmeal. I've never had, I've never like made myself an oatmeal. <laughs> so I found it in my uh, pantry and I made it and it was delicious. So I have had a crazy Saturday morning. Well, wild. It's been bonkers, really. Wild. Uh, well, so what kind of podcast are we doing today? Well, bitch. It, it, the Plants Queens edition? No, we are not. We are doing an advice episode. Today's the day. Today is the what everyone's been waiting for. Um, since we, I think we, we truly triumphed and prospered all of 2019, the people at home can only benefit all from I, our All advice. I do is triumph and prosper. Well, Isn't that a fucking... Triumph, the stupid dog. What was that fucking I show? I don't really know. Courage. I believe Courage. <laughs> that's just his name. Triumph. Courage. Triumph is the dog uh, that was a puppet that talked about eating shit or I'll poop on you. Remember that? Oh, is that that dog like MTV would have like... It was a Rottweiler, host. I believe. Did that dog walk so Carson Daly could run? You know, I don't see the connection, <laughs> but if you want to say yes. Did that dog win I Want to Be a VJ? What was that? No, 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 no. Those contests like that, those TV show contests to to get a job, they just plant somebody in it that is qualified that they're going to hire. That's all that happens. You think Carson Daly was a plant? Yes. And then when they put, um, you know, when they were were looking for- So this is the plants, Queen's Edition. (laughs) When they were looking for uh, the next Annie, bitch, you know they put Annie in and they were like, okay, we'll compete with these other dumb bitches. So you're telling me when- when Paris Hilton did her "Want to Be My Next BFF" she show, they planted Nicole. They planted was gonna. They be. planted Nicole Richie in the show, and then she got picked. Wait, she won? No, she didn't. No, <laughs> no, no. I remember the the runner up was this gay boy that I was in love with, and I would see him all the time in WeHo because that was airing right when he was when I was there, like fresh in West Hollywood. You and him would grind at Tiger Heat? No, I don't think we've ever spoken. But I did, I think I, actually, you know what, I did ask him for a picture once. The runner-up of Paris Hilton's My BFF, whatever the hell. A plant. Wow. Wow. So Well, here you have it. Okay, so are we actually going to offer some advice? Yes, yeah, so uh, the rules of the game are, we are not therapists. Please uh, 
don't think that we are. We're just a couple of gay friends giving some gay advice to sure. people. <laughs> I would say um, most of the things we'll tell you, take it as a grain of salt. We don't know your specific situation, but people have emailed us with their questions, their issues, their problems. Yeah. Um, the email address is what, Corey? psychobabblequestions at gmail.com now we have done plenty of advice episodes throughout the years and um, we've answered questions about you know life sex relationships drugs jobs schools sucking dick we are qualified so um, I think we should dive right in we should see what the people need to know well this first one is going to have you on the edge of your seat I'm edging give it to me the the caption is addicted to catching balls. Hell yeah. That's, wait, it's my email to you. Bitch. And guess, here you, here we go. It says, help. My dad is addicted to a Pokemon Go. Oh, what a relief. <laughs> Originally, he downloaded the app to connect with my brother because he wanted to strengthen their relationship. That was going well for about a year, but my brother's interest in Pokemon Go died and he deleted the app. My dad, on the other hand, has kept playing. There is nothing wrong with playing the game, but it has started to take control of his life. He is late picking me up from school. Oh my gosh. He, le- he leaves the house late at night to go catch a Pokemon. He plays while he's driving. He even got in a car accident. No! Um, every time I try to bring it up, he gets very defensive and talks about how playing Pokemon Go is the same as listening to music. Um, I don't know what to do, but it's starting to hurt my relationship and also I think our family. <laughs> uh he doesn't do what the man of the house is supposed to do because he is busy playing Pokemon Go. Um, he is currently unemployed and spends more time playing that than he does looking for a job. Help. Wow. Okay, well, this took a turn. When I heard balls, I I thought it was going to go a different direction. But... Bitch, I did too, but color be tickled when I opened this little email and found a whole little message about Pokemon Go. Well, I think that goes to show when you send us an email asking for advice or uh, any type of question, you got to have a, a, a very good... <laughs> Um, subject line. And they, well. they it was a little clickbaity, but you know what? It was related, so you gotta give it to them. Anyway, so what, so the issue is <laughs> this dad is about to lose his family and his wife and kids because of um, Pokemon Go, and he's almost killing well, this people. Well, this is what the author is saying, but okay. I mean, I, I should say playing Pokemon Go and driving is bad, especially if you got in a car accident. Um, and the app literally tells you not to do that. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, you definitely have a point there. Um, but geez, I wonder what level he's on. I mean, he's got to be 40. Can, 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 you send, can you send us his friend code? Is he a bottom? He sounds <laughs> He sounds great. I think we would be friends with him, to be honest. I, I will say, yeah, no driving while play, playing Pokemon Go unless you're in the passenger seat. But if it's, if Anything in your life or anything in somebody's life is um, coming between their relationships, their ability to um, participate in society, their ability to connect with their kids. It doesn't matter if it's Pokemon Go or meth. I think both can be bad. Um, (laughs) I'm glad you said meth. I was going to say jerking it. Sure, jerking it too. I think anything can cross a line of interfering with your life if you are addicted to it too much. The Oh, I would say the threshold for meth is any of it. The threshold for Pokemon Go is, I guess you have to really, that's that's a lot of Pokemon Go for it to be interf- interfering with your life. I guess. I mean. So what's what's our advice to this person? I don't know. Take, <laughs> his, take his phone, delete the app. How do you, how, no, you can't do that to your dad, can you? you I mean. 
No. Maybe. And that you've just got to log in. He could re-log in and it'll all come back. It sounds like Pokemon Go was an attempt for him to connect with the people in his life. So maybe <gasps> offer alternates but maybe you for what need you could to, say. Maybe you, you need... Yeah, or maybe you need to download Pokemon Go and play together and then tell him like if he plays less, but he'll play you'll play with him um when he does want to play. Compromise. And then you can reconnect. Sure. But I, I also like what Tyler said. If you can find maybe some other things to connect with, uh find him a new hobby. I get it. I'm type A. I've gotta catch them all at this point. Same. And I log in every day. I've logged in every day for years. It's one of those things where it's just a part of my everyday life now. But if I were if I I mean if if somebody came to me and said your Pokemon Go usage is is disrupting our relationship. It sounds like a Mori episode. Sure. I mean, but like if that if somebody said that to me in earnest, I I can't imagine I would not take them seriously. I guess I've never crossed the line of having an intervention, a Pokevention. Maybe you should well, have a Pokemon intervention. Well. Are you the only person in his life that's affected? Surely, if this is as crazy and wild as it is for you, maybe other people would like to speak up and there's power in numbers. I say you stage an intervention. You find a me- you find a, a, a mediator. I disagree. I say you start playing as well, and then you help him catch them all, and then you trade him the ones that he needs, oh, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. when there's two two heads working together, you're going to catch them all sooner, and then his addiction will be over. Quicker. Actually, yeah, that's pretty good advice. Well, you know what they say about me. Great Single. <laughs> Single alone. And Forever another Pokemon Go another, alone. Another advice episode alone. Okay. All right. We Should them. we move on? Yeah. Who was that? Who sent that one in? Um, B. B, I wish you the best. Good luck. Now, before we talk about anything else, we got to give some love to our sponsor for today's episode, and that is Apartments.com. Okay, so when you're looking for a new home, you know it can be a little bit challenging depending on your needs. Like, say you need a balcony, or you need windows that face the sunset, or you need a hardwood floor kitchen, or you need to live somewhere pet-friendly. For me... It's being pet friendly. I do not want to sacrifice having the lovely life of having pets just because I can't find a home that allows it. Well, Apartments.com has helped millions of renters find their perfect place with powerful search tools that make it much easier when you're looking for a new home. And Apartments.com has the most pet friendly rental listings on the internet. I live with my pets. I would not ever want to live without my pets. Like, I know they might cause a mess or they might do all the things that pets might do that whoever you're renting from might not love. Well, I wouldn't want to sacrifice a life with pets just because I couldn't find a place that allowed it. I find it to be the perfect way to live. So if you're out there looking for the perfect place and you need your pets, Apartments.com has you covered. Visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Thank you so much, Apartments.com, for sponsoring this week's episode of the podcast. We love you here at Psychobabble. Now back to the gossip. Now, before we talk about anything else, we got to give some love to our sponsor for today's episode, and that is Lumify. Don't you just love when someone looks at you and says, what were you up to last night? 
Well, no matter how late you were up the night before, Lumify Redness Reliever Eye Drops can help your eyes look more refreshed and awake. Lumify dramatically reduces redness in just one minute to help your eyes look brighter and whiter for up to eight hours. No wonder it has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Amazon. You won't believe your eyes. You know you can trust them, though, because they're made by the eye care experts at Bausch & Lomb, and they're backed by six clinical studies. Eye doctors trust them, too. They're the number one recommended redness reliever eye drop. The one and only Lumify is an amazing drop that will have people saying, something's different about you, in the best way possible. So check out LumifyEyes.com to learn more. That's LumifyEyes.com. Thank you so much, Lumify, for sponsoring this week's episode of the podcast. We love you here at Psychobabble. Now back to the gossip. This next one comes from M. Uh, the caption really just laid it all out there, but I, I wanted to uh, include it. Um, it just says, my husband came out as gay. Um, and the body says, <laughs> it says, uh, the subject is probably why you clicked on this email, but it's a huge thing in my life right now and I really need some advice. I don't really know what to do or explain, but I love him with all my heart and I just want him to be happy and true to himself in this world. I really need some advice on how to move on and learn to love someone in a different way without losing them. The last thing I want is to lose him completely uh, because he means everything to me. And he loves me so much, but doesn't want to hurt me, even though we both know a divorce is necessary. Um, just looking for advice. Thank you for taking the time to read this. Um, I love the podcast. Would love to hear what you guys think. Damn. I mean, whew, like, okay, so they've already come to terms with the situation. They know they're going to get a divorce. Is that Well, yeah, it sounds, yeah. So, I mean, that's what it sounds like. Is, I think she's just really afraid to lose him completely. And, and she is worried also about, um, finding someone new to love as much as she loves him. Well, if there's one thing I've learned is that time heals everything and everything that feels heavy and um, like the end of the world now, tomorrow will feel less, the next day will feel less, the next day will feel less. So whatever you're feeling, if you wait it out, I can, all, I, I, from my own experience, everything that I've ever gone through, time has helped me heal it. I, I've never dealt with something probably as painful as divorce so far in my life where yeah. uh, it's like a complete change in my expectation of how I thought my life would unfold in that way. Um, but I would imagine time would heal in that way too. And when there's people in my life where I've had to redefine my relationships with them and it felt like how can I ever become friends with them after I've felt this certain way or I've hated them or I've loved them so intensely or whatever it might be. And it felt like I could never be friends with them again. I have come around with those people, whether it's like family members who I stopped talking to because we were really not connecting or we disagreed about something. Time healed that wound. Or when it was like an ex that I thought I would never be able to be friends with again, time healed that wound. So time, I think, is the answer. Yeah, I think it's interesting because I think when people think about love, they often think that romantic love 
is like the end all be all and like romantic love is the greatest love that you can have. Um, but I think something that I've kind of looked at and realized in the last couple of years is like, while I might not have a boyfriend or a partner and, and I know we always joke and say forever alone. Um, I think I've really uh, like recognized the kind of love that, that I have for my friends and how powerful like that kind of love is. Um, so I definitely think it's just going to be kind of, adjusting um, your guys' relationship and adjusting the way that you love each other. Uh, but I definitely don't think you have to lose each other completely. Um, some of the love that I have for my friends is like, I think is greater than some of the love I've ever had for boyfriends or partners. Um, and it's almost more important for me because I feel like so many times people get hung up on romantic love and, and sex being part of that and that sort of thing. And um, there's still a way to be intimate and to show someone that you love them without, um, being physical. Uh, so I definitely think you'll probably just in a place where you're going to have to kind of learn to love each other in a new way. But I don't know, I would try to kind of look at that as like maybe something new and exciting. And maybe that is the next chapter. I, I'm sure it's probably super difficult. Um, but I, I think that is something you can kind of look forward to, hopefully. And I, I would hope that you guys would maintain a relationship as friends. And I would say that it doesn't mean anything about you. I think a lot of people might oh, yeah. feel oh, God, yeah. like this is a this says something about that's uh, uh, what what your future has in store for you or like what your capacity for love is. It's like, no, he was going through something that was personal to him and it had nothing yeah. to do with who you are or how yeah. capable you are of being loved or anything like that. I want to like echo that completely. I feel like, oh God, we were in such a place for such a long time where if uh, like someone was dating someone and then they came out as gay or lesbian or whatever, um, people would be like, oh, did I turn them gay? Like what's wrong with me? And it's, I think that's just so stuck in the mentality that people like wake up and choose to be gay one day. Right. Like he's, he's been gay all along and it was probably something he was just processing and um, something that he needed to get through or get to a point in his life where he was ready to be open about it. Um, so it certainly doesn't, reflect poorly or, or differently about anything about you and your relationship yeah and honestly like it's just it's like it it is what it is and i think moving forward you just have to know that somebody's gonna come along and and if you put yourself out there you will find somebody that's an even better match um and an even better fit and somebody who is going to return the love that you clearly have to give to the world so I know it's challenging, but like putting yourself out there is half the battle and um, you're to put yourself back out there. You are going to go on terrible dates again and it is not going to go well. <laughs> yeah. And then you just kind of have to do what you got to do so that you can put yourself in the situation where you will find the person or the people that will be a better match. Yeah. And like I said, I think just, I know it's hard and it's probably not always the easiest, but try to focus on the positive, um, like how, um, just be grateful that it, that it happened now and it didn't happen years and years and years down the road totally. um, that it's happening now. And yeah, look forward to finding that new path on like building your new relationship and finding a new way to love each other. Cause I think that's new and exciting and hopefully you'll still be a part of each other's lives. And Oh my God, uh, you know how many people go through their entire lives with that secret and then never tell anyone or never tell their yeah. partner. And I think it's, Really, I mean, obviously it's not the best news, but it is a blessing that he was able to come to terms with it and tell you so that you do have a chance to try a new journey again. You know what I mean? Like, it, Corey's completely right. It could have happened years and years and years and years down the line, or it could have happened not at all. So I think, obviously, it's for the best. Onward and upward. Best of luck. Yeah. 
Now go to the gay bar with them. Have fun. <laughs> I'm like in three Thanksgivings from now, y'all are gonna be laughing and absolutely drinking wine. time heals, and you will. <laughs> this will be funny in, sometime in the future when he's in your wedding, and when you meet the next man of your life or woman, you, you are all gonna <laughs> laugh about it. Uh, trust me. So cute. Wish you luck. Wish you luck. Good luck. Think M. positive. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. All right, this one's uh, from our... Um, it says, I'm tired of hearing y'all solve problems for children of the world. I'm 30 and I might be ugly. Help. Ah! <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, there are ugly kids out there, too. This is for all ages. Yeah, yeah. Um, this says, here's my current problem. I have, n- I have noticed that I see a lot of my friends' friends in their Instagram stories a lot. Pretty much any time they hang out and they're posting a story, they have their friends in them. But whenever I hang out with my friends... I don't show up in their stories. Either they don't take any stories or they angle the camera so I don't make it on the screen. What? At most, my voice will make it into a story, but often that's when they leave the story muted. And this is with multiple friends, not just one, and I am feeling butthurt about it. Um, So what's going on? Am I ugly? Do they not want to show me in their stories? What do I do about the situation? I am upset, but is it worth bringing up? Help. I think you cannot control what anybody else is going to do with their lives or their social media. And I think it gets a little bit funky when people's social media usage and their inclusion of you starts to impact how you feel about them. It's I mean, we live in a very weird time where that is a thing. Um, But because you can't control anybody else, if that's something that's important to you, include them in yours and uh, that's all you can do. And then if it's something that, if it's important to you and they don't include you, then you don't have to include them in yours. I don't know. Is it, Corey, I don't know. Like, is it, is it? You you know I get frustrated with questions like this. Um, I, I'm very like, who cares? If people don't angle the camera yeah. toward me, I'm almost kind of like, oh, what a relief. I don't have to perform. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. I was interested to hear your take on this because you know you know how I feel. I'm like, I could not care less. I don't need to be in your story. I don't need to be in your picture. Um, I never post stories. I never take pictures. Um, and when people are like, tag me or like, or give me photo credit, I'm just kind of like, do people care about anything? Do people care about these things? So I, I guess people do. Really and I, uh, yeah. I, but I know I'm coming from I, a very different place. Like I understand it's like, <laughs> It's also my job. So like at the end of the day, I don't want to do it when it's not my, when it's like socializing. Like that's the last thing. I never get out my phone when we're hanging out with friends. You know what I mean? Like I never document that stuff. I'm trying to think of like, I I liked your answer of kind of just like you can only control 
your own stuff. And so, I mean, I guess if, if you're, if you want to take stories and if you want to post your friends, I mean, maybe, um, that's why they don't, maybe they think you're a more private, uh, personal person. I don't know. Um, I'm just at the place where I'm like, I, I kind of agree with Tyler. I'm like, I don't care. I don't want to have to smile. <laughs> for your right. Camera. And when everyone's like, okay, another one. Okay. A different one. Okay. Let's all do, let's do a boomerang now. I'm like, oh my God. I just don't want to yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I'd bring it up. I think that would only kind of make it worse. Or if, if somebody said that to me, I might be annoyed. I'd <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. If, if somebody it said it to me, I would be annoyed actually too. So maybe that's not the best route. I, I think maybe, yeah, just like start taking your own story, start capturing your own content. Um, or find some new friends, branch out, try some new things. Yeah, I think um, I think at the end of the day, if you are feeling excluded, no matter if that's on social media or like in conversations or anything like that, that is yeah. a red flag and you do deserve people that include you. Right. And maybe that's like spilling over into all aspects of your friendship. Um, if that's all parts of your friendship, then yes, that is totally like a, that's shitty. But... At the end of the day, is social media the biggest end of the world? If somebody includes you in a selfie, I don't know. Maybe that does add up over time and that does suck. So I I don't know. I'm conflicted about this because I would not want to bring it up. But I also validate that it would probably hurt to be excluded over and over and over again. Especially if it is intentional. If it's intentional, it's shitty. If it's not, like I said, maybe they have no... um, maybe they're not aware that they're even doing it. Um, Cause that's kind of how I would feel like if, if somebody thought that way about me, I'd be like, Oh, that, that sort of thing I might not even realize I was doing. And um, if it's, yeah, I, th- I think, I kind of think you might be right. I think if you lead the charge and try to take the content that you want to take and make the content that you want to make and include the people you want to include, I th- think that, is the best way to handle it. Like yeah. you're, you're, there's no Take world control where you your can, own story. Yeah, there's no world you can tell somebody <laughs> to include me in the picture and tag me. That's like bonkers yeah. behavior. But if people can't read social cues every time that you take your own content and then they never include you, I would say maybe that is a good indicator that you are being less valued in some type of capacity, especially if that bleeds over into the rest of life with that with that friendship, not just social media. Ooh. I wish you luck. And I'm glad that I'm glad that that's not a worry of mine. Yeah, that that's just if people didn't include me, that's like good news. <laughs> that's like <laughs> a, as somebody who doesn't want to be in anything or be go to anything. Right. I'm like, oh, I have to smile. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think we have time for one more. Okie dokie. Um, this is from M. Let's say it says Tyler and Corey. I have a serious conundrum, ladies. I'm 23 years old, and I am a busy, bussy, banquet boy. Ah! And then parenthesis says, I'm a florist. Oh. <laughs> I, I work alongside my boss in very cramped quarters and have recently started lusting for him to enter my my cramped quarter. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Word. He's much older, but serving an athletic body the house down. Jesus. And as as I am a proud, unashamed, hungry, hungry dick pig, Mama is ready for him to <laughs> spread his floral seed and pollinate my blossom blossoming blessed bottom. What? However, however, is bad, <laughs> however, is it a bad idea to be dicked down deep by someone that you work with every day? Thanks in advance. Oh my God. Well, I think my rule of thumb is do not plant a seed where you're hoping to grow your money. 
I feel Thank money you. don't grow. Money don't grow on trees. Is there a? Is, is I don't there a, know. Um, yeah, no. D- wait, don't. and this goes right back to what we talked about at the beginning about our plans. I guess we really should have opened with this. Yeah. Well, I bloom just for you. I think. Ugh, like no, no. I would say no. You don't. You do can't it. fuck your boss. Well. That does sound good, though. <laughs> I, I mean, I, wa- I want to know more about an older gentleman who's serving an athletic body of the house down. Who plants seeds and things. Mm. Well, you know what? I'm picturing um, the fucking uh, guy from... I'm picturing the daddy from looking, and I'm like... Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, um, in general, anyways. I would say, no, don't fuck your boss. No, I yeah, I think... If anyone is ever listening to this and wondering if they should fuck a coworker or a boss, I would say no to both. Um, it's certainly not a boss. What's the term? Don't shit where you eat. But is that I hate shitting? That. Like, I it's not hate like you're that shitting term. There. And who eats at work? Like, get a lunch break. That's why. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. In general, don't do it. But save the save the thought. Or maybe just go home and jerk off thinking about it. But save the thought for when one yeah. of you leaves the job. And then or swing least, in and do your thing. And or can you take a picture, a sneak a picture of him and send it to us on the Psychobabble Instagram? I'm not going to post it. I just want to see what he looks like. Um. <laughs> sure. I Yeah, no. Because I'm, I, I'm, I'm single and he's not well. my... I'm single and he's not my boss, so... Wait until you don't work together... And then swoop in for the kill. Do you- yeah, on your on your last day, give it like, say hey or give him your number. Don't. I think this is a trap. Don't get fired, and don't yeah, put no. him in a pickle where it's gonna make it awkward. And if especially right. if it's close quarters, like the worst thing that could happen is like you make a move and it's great, but then it becomes awkward. Or you make a move and it's not reciprocated, and then it's worse than awkward. I would say leave it be. And if you really want to pursue it, wait till one of you doesn't work with the, with the other. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I love a lot of my coworkers, like as friends, but I spend so much fucking time with my coworkers each week that like, I don't really want to hang out with them after work. You know what I mean? Like, so imagine working with someone you're dating or you're fucking like, that's a lot of time to spend with people. Yeah. No. The answer I don't is want no. that. I don't want no, that. No, ma'am, Pam. And that's what so, and that's what we think here on the Plant Queens edition. I mean, have you tried getting on Grinder when you're both at work and seeing if he's like a foot away? Oh, yeah. It's like no, that's that's no. I think I feel like well, actually, I don't know because this doesn't sound like it's like a corporate job with HR. So like, who knows what the bitch? Every everybody's got an HR. Is that how this works? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. This is how you lose the floral shop. I, yeah, I think. The answer is no. I'm sorry. But there's plenty of other dick in the world. Like, why? If you ever feel dickmatized by one person, you need to take a step back, jerk off, and realize, okay, there are many other men. Log on to Grindr. Trust me. It's not worth losing your job over. Yeah. Or, I mean, if there's, like, hot gay men coming into the shop and buying flowers and stuff, pick up one of them. Hell yeah, baby. Hell yeah, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> well, Corey, I think we successfully changed lives, saved lives. Well, we usually do on these advice episodes. So, uh, so yeah. Thank you ring for, a ding, thank you ring for a ding, everything, ding. Corey. Um, if you have a question you want to ask me and Corey, you can do what? Email us at psychobabblequestions 
at gmail.com. And make sure that the subject is something eye-catching and popping. And um, and then in the email itself, get into the details. It does not have to be um, anything we've ever covered before. It can be pretty specific to you. It can be pretty general. Whatever it is, ask us your question. Um, but that last question, it was worded like a... A beautiful wordsmith. Thank fucking, you. Yeah. I mean, if you if you do get fired for fucking your boss, I guess become a poet. Mm, yeah. Or at least get a Twitter. Sure. Um, well, we did it. Can you believe yeah. that was the last episode of Psychobabble this year? Oh, my God. I know. What? This like... Are we, is this, are we, are we going into our fifth year? Damn. Wow. Is that real? So many lives when did we saved. Start, when did we start this? 14? Who fucking know. knows? I don't really know. Fuck. Shit, how old are we? Fuck, shit. <laughs> We're old enough, baby. Um, Yeah, this is the last episode for the year. We're taking a little break before the new year, 2020. But we will be back early January with a brand new episode of Psychobabble, diving deep into our predictions for the year. We do a, a prediction of every um year. We go through some psychic predictions and say what we want for pop culture that year. I would recommend while we're gone, maybe go back and Wait, listen to the 2019 episode. That's, I was literally going to say, go back and listen to the 2019 predictions episode and then tweet us and tell us if we got anything right. Right. Because we have over the years predicted many things like Taylor Swift being in Cats. We predicted, yeah. what else did we Ariana predict? at headlining Coachella. Sure. Apparently you, or uh, I, I was talking, you predicted the like fire and Grey's Anatomy one year. Absolutely. See, I have a vision. <laughs> I have an eye. I have two eyes. I have the mind. I have my mind. It's mm. insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did. We predict that I would lose a People's Choice Award this year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We can predict that every year. Let's let's, let's, yeah. just, let's put that on the table. Um, well, well, Corey, not. <laughs> good luck with your life. Happy happy 2019. You didn't even tell people where to follow. Oh, you. where can people find you? Well, I'm at I'm at Busy Bussy Banquet Boy. Oh. With an I, <laughs> and I boy boy with an I, and I am not tagged in the selfie on Instagram. Mm. Don't tag. Don't hashtag. Don't do tag. Do not me. tag. Me. Uh, cool. Have a good life. Give us a rating on on iTunes or listen on Spotify. I loved seeing all of you guys' um, Spotify end of the year wrap-ups. Oh, my God. That really did warm my heart. Like, literally so many of you tagged us uh, on your, like, Instagram stories saying that Psychobabble was your most listened to podcast of the year. And I teared up. The biggest like, takeaway is that you actually can listen, made me feel so warm. Yeah, you can listen on Spotify. You can listen on SoundCloud. You can listen on iTunes. Whatever, however you listen to the podcasts, let us know. Um, and thank you for listening. What a wonderful year. What a dream. <laughs> oh my God. Now we're all like, see you next year. See, see you next year. Faggots. <laughs> Bye. I don't think you could say that. I fucking can and I fucking will and I fucking did. <laughs> all right, later. Later.